In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. A very warm welcome to St Bride's Church in Cambus Lang for the celebration of morning Mass here. Today is the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Sadie McFadden. And of course we welcome her nephews and nieces uh, to church today and their families. Welcome all family relatives who are here with us and also family friends. On behalf of the family, I thank all for being present here uh, today at this uh, special Mass uh, for Sadie. What can we say about Sadie? She was a unique person in so many ways, greatly loved by all of the family uh, here present and of course all family uh, that have since died as well too. She loved uh, family life, uh, loved uh, friends and neighbours and was a most outstanding person in her life. If you don't know uh, that hymn uh, today that we sang, the opening hymn, is a Newton hymn. Uh, and I don't have to tell you that she loved Hall Side and Newton. Uh, so it's a hymn that she loved very much indeed and she would love uh, to think uh, that it's sung today at her funeral. And she'd be very happy today, all of you who are, are here, uh, present here at her funeral too. To begin the Mass and to offer it more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask Blessed Mary, ever Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Amen. Christ, have mercy. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Amen. Let us pray. O God, in whose presence the dead are alive, and in whom your saints rejoice full of happiness, grant our supplication that your servant Sadie for whom the fleeting life of this world shines no more, may enjoy the comfort of your light for all eternity. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Please be seated for the readings. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise, they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster. They're leaving us like annihilation, but they are in peace. If they experienced punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction. Great will their blessings be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. When the time comes for his visitation, they will shine out. As sparks run through the stubble, so will they. They shall judge nations, 
rule over peoples, and the Lord will be their king forever. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love, for grace and mercy await those he has chosen. The word of the Lord. reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. When we were baptised in Christ Jesus, we were baptised in his death. In other words, when we were baptised, we went into tune with him and joined him in death, so that as Christ was raised from the dead by the Father's glory, we too might live a new life. But we believe that having died with Christ, we shall return to life with him. Christ, as we know, 
having been raised from the dead, will never die again. Death has no power over him anymore. The word of the Lord. be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you. And after I have gone and prepared your place, I shall return to take you with me so that where I am you may be too. You know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. It's not hard to say nice things about uh, Sadie McFadden on the occasion of her funeral. All her life she was an exemplary person. She was salt of the earth and light of the world. For her family and her friends, she was a shining light in their life. She had great qualities of joy and happiness and peace and contentment and love and care. The family can't speak highly enough about her. She was their support, their strength, all of their lives. Small as she was, she was a towering figure in their life. All the generations and even friends of the family simply referred to her as auntie. Not just an expression of relationship to them, but a term of great endearment. Sadie's life came to an end at the Herr Meyers Hospital um, not so long ago. A few hours before her death, I had said the prayers of the dying for her. And on a previous visit, I had given her the sacraments. She knew very well that her life was ebbing away and prayed that that hour would not long be delayed. She died full of faith, for her whole life had been full of faith and trust in God. It was a solid rock of faith. Not something for good days, but something for every day. It was a faith that she had known from her earliest days and remained with her and deepened as the years went by. 
In those final days of her life in the hospital, she had a relic of Canon Murray beside her, a saintly priest, parish priest of St. Charles's and St. Bride's, that she deeply reverenced. Um, just as he'd been a priest with great healing in his hands, so she knew he would bring her great consolation to in her final hours and cast out all fears. And so it was. We're happy to think of her amongst her own today, reunited with those that she loved, her parents, her sisters, all her family, all her friends. She never forgot them over the years. They were always in her mind, and she missed them as much as the first day in which they had died. But now they will all be together. There will all be a lot of talking in heaven and laughing too. Something is changing in the life of this uh, family. A different wind is blowing, a wind of change with the death of Sadie. Something is missing, something will always be missing. This one woman who was so much a part of so many people's lives will always be missing from their lives. We, we know in another way that she will not be missing. She will never be missing. She will always be in memories, in your hearts, in your stories and in your lives for such people who are never forgotten and in our faith we believe that they have not gone or rather they have only gone only to another place safe in peace in the love of God's mercy and in his hands I just want to comment about uh, Sadie's faith just for a moment I compare it to a rich garment that she wore a garment beautiful and with colour and great elegance. It was a garment that she wore with great pride, that she never wished to take off, and which she grew to love as her prized possession. I don't think that there was ever a moment in which she doubted. There was never a day in which she didn't pray. There was never a day in which she never had confidence in God himself. As I say, we can only imagine her in one place today, in heaven with all those family that were so dear to her, her parents, her sisters, her neighbours, her friends. Her parents would have been so proud of her, her sisters so thankful for all the good work that she did, did in bringing up their families and looking after and out, looking out for them over the years in which they were no longer with them. They've been waiting for her and it will be a noisy and joyful reunion. Just a few words about her life. Her parents were Michael and Jeannie McFadden. She was born in the Hallside Village, of course, in August of 1929. She had three sisters, Rose and Mary and Cathy. She was to know the sadness of the early death of her father. He was just aged 32. Her sister, uh, Cathy, from TB, she was 17 her other sister, Mary, at 40, and Rose at 61. She knew illness herself through disability, and she knew it through contracting TB herself. She was familiar with illness, and, and other, fam other family members who were ill, she helped to nurse too. Her father was from Ireland, and when eventually she travelled to Donegal with her mother and her sisters, it began a lifelong love that she had for Ireland. 
Her mother brought up the girls in a small amount of monies, two pounds and ten shillings, as Sadie often liked to remind everyone of. But she provided everyone with a loving home, and of course they were to live in a community of Hallside near other family members. Her cousins stayed in the next tenement uh, to the building in which they stayed. She constantly, as you will know, referred to her days in Hallside for the rest of her life. Growing up there, she spoke of the hard times, but also of the good times. Hard to believe that she involved herself in some skullduggery over the past, along the way, coal that fell from the train wagons, or butter taken from Ireland. In each of these, she proved quite useless, and in each occasion, she got caught. The good times, though, were plenty. People sharing and supporting each other and showing great neighbourliness. She moved from Hallside Village to the Duke's Road in the 1960s. She lived with her sister Rose and Jimmy, uh, uh, Rose's husband, in the main street and their family, and was a great help to the family uh, when Jimmy became ill. She cooked, washed, looked after the children who were themselves just young. Tragedy struck the family again when Mary, her sister, became ill, and both Sadie and Rose looked after their sister in her last illness. The Boyle family themselves moved to Eastfield in 1972 and their father died two years later. Once again, Sadie was in hand to help and care for the family. She was a most homely woman, most hospitable, loved to see family visiting and coming over to stay. She looked like uh, cooking for everyone, her own version of salads, always included chips. Loved to listen to family stories and tell family stories. Loved her nephews and nieces and all their families too. Loved to delight in the achievements of the family, to be parts of the things of family life, family holidays. Loved to go to London and Lourdes and Malta and Canada and holidays in Spain. She loved to chat. She really liked to chat and especially to tell those stories from the past. She loved the company of others. She loved cups of tea, company of family, and was always up for going out. She had a special love, as you will know, for children and showed infinite patience with children. The family are full of love for Sadie, for she was deeply revered by all of them. She was a most content woman and never complained about lacking anything. She was never jealous, never resentful, never angry. And she was a person who was always most helpful to everyone. The family are deeply grateful to her for everything over these many years. And they've always loved her and will always love her in times to come. how rich we are in life with the people that are in our lives people that help us people who are the mainstays of our life people that we grow up with people whom we grow alongside I think now this is a great sentiment maybe in all of our hearts 
But isn't this how God wishes it? The blessings of family and friends and neighbours and community abound in each of us. Today in the church we've come to say farewell to a woman who was remarkable in so many ways. So good, so kind, so generous and so loving. But in faith, it's not a final farewell. For we look forward to the day when we will be all reunited. When we shall look on each other's faces. We shall know in that moment the mercy and the love and the kindness of God. And we shall see the face of our loved ones. But these will be lit with a new light and shine ever more brightly forever. Brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice endures may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May this offering of this sacrifice be pleasing to you, Lord, so that the soul of your servant, Sadie, finding, finding through you mercy, that finding through your mercy the pardon she sought for all her sins, 
may exult forever with all your saints and praise your glory for all eternity. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For it's through your summons that we come to birth. By your will we are governed, and that your command that we return on account of sin to that earth from which we came. But when you give the sign, we who have been redeemed by the death of your Son shall be raised up to the glory of his resurrection. And so with the company of the angels and saints, we sing the hymn of your praise, as without end we acclaim. Holy, 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 Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them with the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation. Giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she who was united with your son in the death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. And remember also all our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages. We may merit to be coerced to eternal life, and we praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. I invite you please to stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. to invite you to come forward for Holy Communion as normal uh, and if perhaps you would like instead of Holy Communion a blessing then we just ask you to place your hand on your breast here and I'll give you a blessing instead of Holy Communion.
these heavenly gifts we give you thanks O Lord and humbly pray for the soul of your servant free through your son's passion from the bonds of sin may come happily into your presence through Christ our Lord i 